You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show podcast, Sin's place for all things sex, health, relationships, and identity. So, so, so scandalous. Naughty Root Show on Sin Nation. Wow, first show of Naughty Root Show right now. My name's Felicity Tang. I am 22. This year, I am also bisexual. Now, we have two other um, hosts today. Can we have you guys introduce yourselves? Okay. Uh, I am Declan. I'm 20 now because I turned 20 a couple of days ago. I had to think about that. Oh, happy birthday. And um, uh, I'm... Sort of tentatively by, tentatively. <laughs> questioning that. Well, no, 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 not not no, the, the not questioning, but I'm in a relationship, so the by doesn't really come into it. No, oh, that works. I'm like de facto straight. That works. Yeah. I'm Amaret. I'm Hello. 25. I'm on almost sin dead. It's really sad. Aww. So got to well, get into the Let's make the show worth it. Yeah. This season. Yeah. Naughty Root's the best show on scene, so that's why I always do it. <laughs> just, just, just saying. Yeah. Um, I'm a straight lady, and I am bisexual to the max. So, it's a bi party up in here this evening. <laughs> we all are bi here. Now, again, first show of the year. How do you... Okay, what are your expectations of sin? Oh, sorry, no, Naughty Root show for this season. What would you like bringing more awesome like it does yeah. every Sunday night with amazing hosts like ourselves just <laughs> now <laughs> humble brag <laughs> we're just fabulous now we have our executive producer Julia here and Jack our producer for our show welcome <laughs> both of them are just looking at each other going yeah. like What's silently going on? waving giving thumbs up it's yeah. all good guys <laughs> well now anyway guys so we are going to head to a song um, Dancing Queen by Abba now before that um, please check us out on our Facebook Twitter and our Tumblr and if you have any other questions please send them in at the Naughty Root Show Tumblr forward slash us you're listening to the Naughty, Naughty Root Show on Sin Nation we are back here on the Naughty Root Show here on Sin Nation we are going to have some amazing chats tonight. But first, we're going to have a little convo with each other about how fabulous we are, obviously. <laughs> it's, just, it's just true. I like to think I'm fabulous. I, I feel like everyone who's on Naughty Root is fabulous. And I just can't you fabulous? help but tell people. Um, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> Not too excited. You only need a sprinkling to be completely fabulous. A little That's fabulousness goes a long way. Exactly. Well, now, guys, tonight we're going to talk about a couple of topics. So we're going to talk about first dates. And, again, if you have any questions, um, uh, hit us up on the thenorderoutshow.tumblr forward slash us. We have topics about flirting, and we also have a game of Mad Lips. Anyway, lots of stuff going on tonight. Now, guys, what are you most excited for? Uh, obviously, the stuff I wanted to talk about. Frankly, <laughs> the whole show should be that, but you know, you have to barter with these people. But obviously, well, I don't even remember what it was I wanted to talk about. I don't even remember. Oh, that's right. Yeah, flirting and um, yeah, stuff like that. Would you say you're good at flirting, Declan? Uh, I am in a relationship, so I must be, right? <laughs> <laughs> Doing something right. 
Mm. We're gonna we're gonna chat more about. What that. about you, Emma? Oh, I'm just keen for like everything. Any conversation. Yeah. Oh, naughty rude is a good conversation. Like this conversation. <laughs> well, it's my Obviously. first time hosting with you guys, so it should be very fun. Um, now I'm very very excited to talk about Dumbledore, whether he's gay or not. He is so gay. He is gay, and I'm so really excited so? about it. No, he's he's, totally he's gay. gay. Yeah, Rowling confirmed it. JK has said yeah. he is gay. Therefore. Gay. It's canon now. Right. Gay. Now, you guys are going to kill me, but I've never read nor watched any of the Harry Potter. Disgraceful. This is so wrong, yeah. and I feel like the show has taken a turn. <laughs> it's taken a turn. Now, you guys can educate me tonight, because oh I need education in my life. It's never too late to be educated. That's what we're all about here on Naughty Root as well. Yeah, so we... Victor McKay and the youths. You do learn a lot of stuff on Naughty Root show. <laughs> Naughty Root is such a safe place to talk about these sort of stuff. Sex, relationships. Dumbledore. Yes, the Dumbledore. The, the biggest issue is like whether Dumbledore is gay or not. And apparently, <laughs> according to you, Bo, he's gay. Um, now, we're going to lead into this song. Um, Ravina, she is a new up-and-coming singer. She's really good. Um, and, yeah, I think she's pretty cool. Now, this song is If Only by Ravina. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show. Good evening, sexy people. You are back on the Naughty Root Show here on Sin Nation. We're talking all things sex and relationships. You just heard Never Be The Same by Camila Cabello. And up top we had If Only by Ravina. You should be on those like, Saturday night love um, shout-out radio shows. <laughs> I, love shout out. I, I feel like yeah, I could I do the voice, but Dedication. then I just have really Dedication, bad... I just yes. have really bad sass and judgment. So I feel like if they included stories, I wouldn't be able to, like not laugh at their very sad circumstances. All right. This is why I'm single. Then love Just dedications to much. love song dedications to the youth then. Yeah, to the youth. <laughs> to the youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Youth. All right. Okay, now guys. Um I don't know about you, but I have been on a couple of dates and a lot of them being very 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 weird. Now, I'm going to tell you this story about this date that I went on. First date. Now, um, this was, I think this was two years ago when I was in New Zealand. And um, I was on Tumblr. Uh, sorry, no, not Tumblr, Tinder. This is what happens oh when you... You found someone on Tumblr? This is amazing. <laughs> this is what happens when you volunteer Naughty Root Show twice. Um, so, on Tinder, and Tinder back in those days, you know, I think it's the same now. You hook up with people all the damn time. So this guy, he seemed great. His name was, let's just call it, let's just call him... Andrew. Andrew, yeah, let's call him Andrew. So Andrew and I decided to go out on a date at a bar. Now, f- this is the first time I've ever been to a bar. I know, I'm such a good girl. <laughs> Mind you, I'm 22. Um, <laughs> 22, I'm 22, guys, 22. So I was 20, and um, yeah, so Andrew was like... Very, very tall. He was, I think, six foot nine. And he lied to me and said, yeah, he's about my height. Mind you, I am only four foot 11. He told me, oh, wait, hang on. Um, Yeah, sure, I am five foot three. And all, well, my whole time I was like, that's a bit short for a guy. But then he, he told me, guess what he told me? Oh, I didn't know we used the metric system. Oh, wow. And I was thinking to myself, is a metric system like... Not what we use in New Zealand. No, sorry. Um, the US system is not what we use. Sorry, I'm messing up the story. But anyway, he lied to me. And the whole time I was just talking to him. He was nice, but like... He Did you get a neck cramp? 
Yeah, I, I think I did. Because, so like, you know, you, so very, you're very at the bar tall. and you're just, like, looking up towards uh, his face and you're holding a glass of, like, beer going, like, hello. Um, yeah, I think you're cute. I don't think I can kiss you. I don't think I can even hug you. And when you say you think you're cute, it's because you generally don't know. The face is so far away. I think you're cute. I I can't really see in this atmosphere. The spotlight is in my eyes. Yeah, Yeah, the spotlight is in my eyes. It's sort of like covering your face. You look like Jesus at this point. (laughs) So, um, So that was just one of a weird one. Another one would be, you know... Um, him using a picture from the internet and <gasps> no. not looking the way he was supposed to look. Oh dear. So that was really awkward. And me, at the time, I didn't know how to say no. So the whole damn time, I was like, oh yeah, uh, that's cool. Uh-huh. Trying to pretend to be interested in conversation. But hell no. This is when you say, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to have to go use the bathroom. And then you walk out the front door. This is, that sounds like one of those dates where I, I you're like, I think I'm small I enough to just crawl you totally outside. Could. He wouldn't even be able to see you from how high he is. He yeah, that would be, be the first guy, though. Second, guy, second guy was around five foot eight, so that was all right. That's pretty good. But that guy was like six foot eight, six foot nine. And is I, that a deal breaker for you? A little bit, yeah. Because, like, I do Shame not... Shame on you. I don't know about you. <laughs> when you can't reach... Okay, well, get, okay, get my, back to us no, when you can't no, 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 reach someone's my, mouth my, because they're so fucking <laughs> tall. Well, that's, that's, that's the situation I have with my girlfriend. I'm, like, 190-something centimetres. Okay, in feet, what is that? Uh, I, I think it's 6'3". All right, so not even 6'9", then. But go right. on. And then... No, I just don't... <laughs> oh, the shade. No, but I just don't understand why we're using imperial units, that's all. Um, yeah, for some reason, I just use imperial for, like, you know, height. It makes it easier. I feel anyway, like everyone go on. does. Yeah. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. Thank and, you. Yeah, like, my go- I'm, like, a good, like, head and a half or something, like, above my girlfriend. Like, I'm quite considerably mm-hmm. taller. And, like... I just, I don't know. I guess she like has to use stilts to kiss me, but it's like it's you know, love conquers all boundaries. No, there we go. Well, at least you both work. It, does, my it, does, date it, just does it conquer chronic it. foot pain? Because that's what she's going to experience wearing those heels all the time. Does she wear like a neck brace? No, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> right. Oh my god! Now um, we're going to head into this song before we continue on. Um, this is "Roll Up Your Sleeves" by Mad Mac. You're listening to the Norwood Show on Nation. Now, back to that weird, weird story. I We were talking on break about how some dates are just bloody ridiculous. I want to know what your dates are. So, talking bad about dates before the show about bad dates. I haven't had any, like, really bad first dates or anything like that. However, I have had... The classic conundrum of you, can, you just got you both got different things. You both got different ideas about what that date is. So it better not be like an this and sorry sort of thing going on. This this is this is <laughs> this is what t- Tinder does to you. So just where's where yourself. Um, basically, <laughs> I went on this date and it was re- it was a really great date. We went got some drinks and then um, we went out to like our open mic night for um, musicians. Wow. Which was really, really cool. There were some really great people got up and sung and, and played and all that sort of stuff. And that was really, really cool. And we got Mexican crepes, which was awesome. What's a Mexican crepe? It's it's literally, it's a crepe with like pretty much what you'd expect. Tacos? In a nachos inside chips, of it. Cheese? Just not chips. It was ah. really good. Like mm. lots of cheese, yeah. And all like right. chilies and like taco sauce and like just... Jack is, is dying in the corner. He wants one so badly. So... 
it was great. It all worked out really well. And then we got an Uber, and I was I was so nice. As I am. <laughs> so you paid for your dad's Uber. I dropped him home oh, in the lovely. Ubers and I was going to head off home. Mm. And does the classic lean in and I'm like, oh, hug it is, not going to kiss you. Aww. And then he whispers in my ear, you can come stay the night if you want. <laughs> and I was just like, well, I'm I'm going home. <laughs> see, see you later, buddy. Like it was just that classic. Like this is such a nice day. We're so you such went- a nice time, and then it's like I actually just wanted to get laid. <laughs> Wait, so you right. were interested, but he just wanted to have sex. Yeah. Oh, that's. I'm cool. Sad. I was cool to just have sex, but I'm not putting it out on the first date. Unless it's explicit, we're putting it out on the first date, which I've done plenty of times. But when it's not explicit and it just seems like a date and really it's just a segue to banging, I'm not cool with that. Mm, Makes sense. Declan. Huh? Do we have any? (laughs) Have you not been listening? No, sorry. I was just just thinking about Tinder. Never mind. Um, Talk about Tinder (laughs) eating you alive. Bad dates, bad dates. Destroying your soul. Yeah. uh, I've only been on the one first date. What's that date? It have to do with neck braces? (laughs) <laughs> Picked her up from the hospital. <laughs> no, 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 no. I We met at a train station and then we were going to go to a park in the city, but we took the wrong train. And then we went out into the suburbs and it took us a couple of stations to realise. And then we went to the park and then we were going to find somewhere to sit and... Uh, like on the, on the grass and we found this place and we were like okay I think we'll sit here no we won't because it smells like dog shit <laughs> so that was unfortunate but then we moved from there and we both we didn't know the, the fun thing about it was we couldn't actually see the dog shit so we didn't know whether we'd stepped we didn't know what was happening we were just flying blind there and then we found somewhere else to sit down we sat down and uh, I think things went pretty good from there but yeah always I wouldn't you. call it a bad day you just had like a Dot poo sur- no, yeah, but you just surrounding. Just I got so confused at the start of that that story because you're like, we met at a train station. I totally thought that's what you were saying, like you met for the first time at a train no. station. And I'm like, well, you actually, pick yes. people up at the train station? No, I did. That was the first really time. Really interesting. Really? Yeah. Wow. The first time you met, but had you spoken on like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've yeah. been long yeah. distance for like a month. Yeah. Context. Okay, yeah. Well done. Still, take a Yeah. All right, so... Obviously, we've had some pretty weird dates, but like, I want to know what is your favorite place, or when do you think is the best place to go on a date? I was talking about like what I want my ultimate first date date to be. Yeah. So I really just want to Mexican crepes. <laughs> well, I do love Mexican crepes; they are great. But I also really like shooting people oh, with what? Context. I was going to say with fake guns, and you'll cut me off with your shock about how I murder people. <laughs> this is a Nordic show. My first date is. I'm really, guys. Listen, I've got to be honest. My first date, ultimate first date, is just killing someone. Let's just be clear. No, fake guns. You fake guns. Fright, We're it, talking laser tag here. Okay, gosh, I'm not some okay. sort of psychopath. That's okay, because I think you took naughty route way too far at one point. Yeah, guns. Too far. Too far. No, no, it's it's okay. We're not. We're not. 
we're not advocating shooting people, only with lasers. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> that shooting works. them with lasers. That works. Because um, who doesn't love just like you, you're just running around, you're having fun, you're laughing. Sweating. You, you, you get rid of all that nervousness. Mm-hmm. And then when you win, you get to lord it over the other person forever. And, and that's also, just there's, there's nothing quite like the bond me. experience you have when you go along to the laser tag and there's like a birthday party of eight-year-olds and combined you and your That's why you, you go to date, strike you know, bowling at night. And then, yeah. and then when you finish, you can have, you know, some some nice times. You can go bowling, which I probably wouldn't do because I suck at it. I, I can't lord it over someone. So, you know, hmm. there's other options though. I would assume after running around shooting people with a laser gun, you would want to just go to sleep. I don't think I'll have the energy to just like... Oh, let's go but bowling. But then you got the adrenaline pumping. You've exercised. You've got the adrenaline pumping. So what you're saying you, you want to allude, allude to sex? No, afterwards. I'm just saying what should keep you up? Adrenaline. Oh, yeah, I suppose I so. I think it also depends on how well you know the person. For instance, yeah. if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're going on a first date with someone who you know quite well, yeah. the lose tag, that's fine. But the thing about bowling... <laughs> thinking about bowling, if I like, I'm actually I should disclose I'm being paid by AMF to do this. Um, but the thing about bowling, the thing about bowling is, first off, you have the ability to go and sit down. So if you're like, you can talk with the person. You know, it's a little more cash in between bowls. That's exactly right. Down. And the other thing is, if you're excellent at bowling, you can do that classic. Uh, stereotype first aid thing <sighs> where you like hold their arm and you like uh, help them to bowl or whatever like in the golf swing kind of thing so you can like show that yes yeah, so that's but only if you're an exceptional bowler knowing me I would drop the bowling ball on your foot <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's not gonna happen but look whatever floats your boat Declan right whatever floats your boat got a question Hit us up at thenaughtyrootshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. We're going to answer some of your amazing questions at the Tumblr. It's www.tumblr.com forward slash ask. And yes, you can be anonymous and we'll answer almost anything, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest. That's true, almost anything. So send us some questions because we've got, I'd like to say, the majority of the answers. I'm not going to say all of them. But if we don't have the answers, Google is our friend. We're not so professionals. We'll, we'll answer it anyway. We're not professionals. We're exactly. just volunteers on exactly. air. Who we'll know give you our very shit. best thoughts <laughs> on the situations. We're going to start off with a question. This one... From anonymous. It doesn't, doesn't necessarily speak to me. Because uh, <laughs> I'm sort of like, this question is frustrating me. But we're going to read it. We're going to answer it. We're going to see what everyone has to say. So... Anonymous asks, my partner is keen to try waking me up with oral. This sounds great so far. Okay, so then they, but then it goes on. We have spoken about it before and I'm fine and glad we are speaking about it now. But I'm worried that it sets a bad precedent about boundaries and consent between us. What do we have to say, guys? What do we, should should uh, Anonymous worry about boundaries and consent Look. after already speaking about it and basically saying they're fine? <laughs> What's your stance on this, Emirate, now that you've sort of, like, concluded your answer? (laughs) Are you for it? I think that talking about things is great. Boundary and consent is extremely important. I think that these guys have done the right thing in talking about it beforehand and not just diving on in there and going straight straight for the oral. (laughs) 
So you're for and you for. I'm for oral. I'm for waking up <laughs> by receiving oral. I'm for talking about receiving oral, and I'm for establishing boundaries and consent. I just feel like when you've spoken about it and you've decided that you're fine and you're going to give it a go, that it's not setting a bad precedent. You've set a really great precedent. But you've here's the thing, it. though. Like when you wake up, you might not be in mood. Like if you're, for example, rudely waken up to like a you know someone. In between your legs, licking you out. <laughs> Put in layman terms. Um, you know, sometimes you're not into that unless you know, like for the night before. You know, you could say, "Hey, what about I wake you up with?" Uh, they don't specify a what time they're going to wake you up. By the way, what yeah. if you fell asleep and five minutes later they woke you up? Or it's yeah. like four a.m. in the morning. They're like, "Let's go for a jog." Um, no, you finished down there first. Thank you very much. See, I just reckon it <laughs> totally depends on the both of you, like how you both work. Like, you know, we don't know your relationship. You might be a little bit more uptight. You might be a little bit more loosey goosey. For me personally, I wouldn't like it, even though I talk about sex so much on the show. <laughs> personally, I wouldn't, because a lot of the time I cannot be in a mood. I am not in a mood in the morning. So, yeah, that's just me. I feel like the person has said fine as well. Like, I'm fine. But fine is, is not like a, I'm don't. really great. Like, I'm just <laughs> loving this idea. Fine sort of speaks to me as like, yeah, okay, I guess it's acceptable. I guess we'll try it. Yeah. Um, if you're not 100% for it and you're not 100% keen... Don't force it. Don't, don't say, yeah, it's cool to do it because it's not. And, yeah... If it's if you, you don't just feel like it's, it's cool, right for you, don't do it. <laughs> hey, I think it's really cool. I'm totally down for some oral in the morning. Hallelujah to that. It's also Preach. Not my debut album, but by the way. not everyone, not everyone is into that. So you know, if you're not into it, don't don't let your partner think that it's okay and that you're into it. All right, now guys, um, give us more questions. Send in more questions on thenaughtyrootshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Promise we- I won't be as sassy as that question. I get nicer as the night. <laughs> that question was pretty interesting. Now, we have Mean to Me by Crowded House. You're listening to the Naughty Root Show on Sination. Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> that was Mean to Me by Australian band Crowded House. And uh, now we're going to go to another question from Tumblr. Uh, this one is... Hi, girls and guys. What are some great apps for hookups? You forgot its name. From Marco. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's so nice to to not get an anonymous one. Someone's like, yeah, you know what? I'll give you my name. It's Marco. (laughs) Okay. Nice name, Marco. I personally have never used an app for that purpose. Haven't you? indeed any app. No, no, I never have. What Um, century are you in? Ooh. Okay. Um, no, I, I, yeah, I've never used anything like that, so I don't have an awful lot to say. But if you're so sassy about using them, I guess you, you have um, used them, so hit me. You got this, do we? Oh, God. <laughs> You've dug yourself I've just a opened hole. a can of worms for myself, haven't I? Yes, I have. Um, that was a long time ago, when I, after I moved out of house, of home. Sorry, Mum. Tinder. I'm still quite old school. Tinder. Yeah. Tinder for hookups. That works. I feel like, well, due to my past experiences, um, vis-a-vis dates that are, are just gateways to banging, um, I feel like Tinder is a good one. I just feel like you need to be explicit that <laughs> you're hooking up on Tinder. 
Um, not emojis. Don't, don't don't have a big thing about how you love to go skydiving and you're a real adrenaline junkie, junkie and yada 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 and post all these pictures of when you went to Machu Picchu. Just put on there that you want to bang, and then you will find other people who also just want to bang, and then you will bang. Oh. It's really it's not a difficult equation. I kind of like the idea of a guy like you know as you say, oh I want to see whether this guy has been to Machu Picchu or not. I do not want to, that person to go to like the ends of the, you know, what, um, Harry Potter land or whatever. That, that makes is. a good I would pillow talk, want to bang someone yeah. who has been to Harry yeah. Potter land. I feel like also Grindr, obviously, um, if you are a gay man, is really great. Hang um, on, is Grindr f- just exclusively for yes. men? Yes. yes. So that's sort of the go-to um, for a lot of gay men is Grindr. Mm. You can use Tinder um, for same-sex attraction. I found that it's not um, as good for that. Mm. Personally, I'm, I'm um, more likely to find a heterosexual hookup than I am to find um, a, a lady on Tinder to hook up with. Um, and I feel I feel like a lot of a lot of chicks who are um, bi on Tinder as well. It's really sad. Mm. Have to basically say. <laughs> It's, this is really sad. They basically have to say that, no, I'm not going to have a threesome with you and your partner. That's yeah. how many times bi people asked. So stop it. Now, stop it. We don't want to have <laughs> threesomes with you and your partners, okay? We don't want to do it. Now, on the topic of um, Tinder and whatnot, do you think it's a good idea to um, have a relationship, a long-term relationship, through meeting up via Tinder? Yes, another another one of our Tumblr questions. This person wants to know about if if they can get a long term relationship out of an app. I've definitely had friends who've had success through apps. Obviously, they're not just on apps. Like they're not just talking on that app forever and ever and ever. They've obviously met up at some point and then gone to a relationship from there. And yeah, I'd say you definitely can. But it's it's really about who you meet and how you meet them and mm-hmm. and how that progresses. I think there's a lot of people who don't have success and it's more likely to not have success than it is to have success. But I've got, yeah, I've got a couple of friends who have met people definitely online through, <laughs> through Tinder, for sure. It's a possibility, but it's not necessarily probable as well. I'm just, I'm just thinking like, I really want I've been to Machu Picchu to be code from I just want to bang. Like, I would love that. <laughs> if now on Tinder people were like, yeah, I want to uh, climb I've, you up, I've, baby. Uh, I've been to Machu Picchu. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, on that same question, how about alternatives? What's a t- uh, leak table for meeting methods? Well, um, I've, I went on a cruise uh, recently. And they oh, had where did a, you go? They had a so we went to <laughs> through the suburbs. A bit off topic, but <laughs> we just did a tour around Australia. So, um, I went around the Pacific Islands, and they actually did a game on there, which was three different couples, and they all had to be married. And it was a, ve- a newlyweds, so people who had been married less than or about a year. Then they had like the sort of golden years, so they had people who'd been married for about twenty years. That's marriages. And they had to have people who were married for over fifty years. What? Now, now, they had a couple on there who'd been married for a year and they met on Plenty of Fish. And I have oh. a couple of friends um, who have met on Plenty of Fish that they're current partners. Right. So, although I haven't yet been on Plenty of Fish, gonna recommend Plenty of Fish. Also recommending Bumble can be really, really yeah, great. It's a really like great um, feminist app mm. for dating. Basically, the premise is that ladies chat first, so it weeds out any people that you're not really 100% keen on. And it also means that you're in control of the situation. Mm-hmm. You're not getting unsolicited dick pics, which is <laughs> no one's favourite activity. 
Well, another um, you know dating website I would recommend is OkCupid because I'm not sure if you guys know much about OkCupid, but you can actually uh, uh, fill out questionnaires, and if your answers match with the other person's, you sort of have like a compatibility rate going on. Now, it's not the most accurate thing, but at least you could see like oh what they say. Do they sound articulate, or do they sound like a washed up fish? I don't what? know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, okay, Cupid. I feel great. like we were talking about plenty of fish. And oh yeah, been like, it's fish. just Are you a monster stuff fish? I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I you're just mumbling like you know. I have a question. On beach. How do fish not get washed up on the beach? <laughs> uh, by <laughs> well, fish are in the ocean. Tsunami. Uh, fish are in the anyway, ocean. How do they not get? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But uh, yeah, okay, Cupid's pretty great. I reckon. What about you, Declan? What do you think? What uh. What? No, stop asking me my opinion. Um, I don't know. I haven't He's too busy thinking about how fishes belong in the yeah, sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just, I don't have any um, friends who've used those things, to my knowledge. It's only even told me about it. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't really have any experience with that directly or even indirectly, so I mm. can't really say. Would you ever try it, though, if you were single? I was very nearly convinced to try it. Oh, why nearly convinced? Because I got a girlfriend. <laughs> so I narrowly escaped having to that use works. it, basically. Alrighty. Now, we have another question as well. What does it mean when my boyfriend tells me I'm too kinky? Bow chick bow wow. It means he's not very sex positive, and I'm a bit sad for him. Because kinky is fun. It means that sour cream's place is on tacos and nowhere else, I think. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> That is the, that is almost the Where sassiest thing on I I know. I think too. There is no such thing as too kinky. Yes. Oh. Different people have different levels. I bet. And I think that we need to respect <laughs> people's boundaries. But um, I feel if you're too kinky, then clearly for him, it's a bit it's, too much. I what reckon. you enjoy is is too much. Yeah, and you're not compatible in those areas. But that doesn't mean yeah. that he can't try and test his boundaries, and you can't try and test yours. All within respect and consent, exactly. of course. The problem we is want that everyone to be happy. Like this, this stuff is obviously stuff that people are reluctant to tell other people about. Mm. And so you might, you know, be with a person, and they might be ideal for you in many ways, and then you might find out later on. Oh, actually, they're into this really this thing that I'm really not into that I'm not okay with but you know y- you have to build up a certain level of trust before you talk about those mm. issues so I don't know I think as society gets more and more liberal and willing to discuss these issues maybe just maybe like it'll be you know something that you just talk about like pretty soon like w- once you get to the point of oh we're going to be in a relationship like I, I, that, I that's not other realms of possibility in the near future to me that it just becomes another thing I yeah, I wouldn't say, you know, being too kinky would be like a breaking point for me in a relationship, but it would be great to know as well, just to see how far it has mm. gone or it will go. Like, you know, a foot fetish, whatever, but a fetish for like, you know, just slopping tomato sauce on your genitals, probably not. I know some people like that. Anyway, so. I, I, that's <laughs> kind of weird, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> That's just a bit weird. I know you like hot dogs, but probably not that hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. What song do we have next, Emirate? We have Hey Girl by Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. 
Hey girl, hey, you're listening to the Naughty Root Show on Nation. And now we are going to talk about flirting. Uh, because it is the, it's the start of every relationship, really. Um, and what I want to talk about in particular is exactly what the bounds of it are, like what is considered flirting and what is not, because um, some people, you know, think, oh, oh, just talking to someone is flirting and other people, it's like got to be lots of eyebrows involved. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I just uh, wanted to get your thoughts on what flirting was exactly. Hmm. How? Do, what do you? Do what? What is your definition of the flirt? Well, okay. So here's 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 a funny example. If you're talking with some, like I talk to people, and I'm always going, I'm always talking with the intent to make them laugh. Probably like no, no, no I'm talking to. If I'm talking to them, you know, unless I'm at a, like a funeral or a wake or something. Okay, I'm probably talking to them to try and make them laugh. So, uh, I was on a bus one time, and um, there was a girl on the bus, and she uh, she t- like tried to tap on her mikey, right? Mm-hmm. At the front of the bus, and no, nah, it didn't work. So then, do they ever work? <laughs> a question for the ages. Uh, but the ones at the back, uh, she tried to use them as well. Mm. And I just like sort of jokingly asked her, uh, you know, you seem like pretty desperate to give your money away. I, you know, you can t- <laughs> tap on your mic here, that kind of thing, oh, right? You know, I never want to give my oh, money away. Like it was just like I don't know. We just had like a little jokey conversation for a couple of minutes, right? You know, and that was it. Yeah. Um, now. I think that that's just, I, well, I don't know, because that's striking up a conversation with a complete stranger. You know, you're going in with their, the, in there with the intent to make them laugh and, you know, sort of improve their day, hopefully. Oh, I think you were just being helpful, really. A very <laughs> weird Declan way, but it's cute. Yeah, I, I like, you know, if someone would ask me, hey, if you need help, I kind of would like someone to make yeah. fun of me as well if I don't know how to tap on my Mikey, yeah. you know. To be fair, Mikey readers don't really work a lot of time, don't sue me. Big transport, whatever. Um, <laughs> do you tap it hold, or do you Alan? tap it a lot, or rub it? Because if you're rubbing I it, I rub it <laughs> in, boy. Tap it and hold. Tap it and hold. Anyway, no. So flirt. Well, to me, flirting is this is us flirting. Tap it all. Amaret. So flirting to me is like you know when you're flirting. If you had the intention of flirting, you would know. But obviously, the other person wouldn't know. So, I know I'm just beating around a bush here, but like a lot of the times, I find that you can be very flan- friendly, but a lot of people take it like you're flirting. So sometimes, you know, communication is not there, sort of thing. So to be honest, I wouldn't know unless you tell me that you're flirting or you're trying to flirt. If you touch me, I know you're flirting, but if you don't touch me, I, I'll probably take it as like a hey, I I, I like. I would like to talk to you sort of thing. I would like to strike up a conversation with you. I think I body language is really important. Yeah, I think so. Like, you so know, important. if someone's like, hey, girl, hey, touching on your shoulders or like, or t- you know, just grabbing on your arm. To me, that's flirting. Borderline harassment. I don't know. But I personally, I find that as flirting, not so much just striking up a conversation with a joke. Yeah. What about you, Everett? Uh, yeah. So definitely, I think touching is is important. I think leaning in is really important. When someone is flirting, when you're flirting together, to know if someone is 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 interested, yeah. they're most likely going to lean in. They want to hear more of what yeah. you want to say. And if they're leaning back, they're especially crossing their arms. Crossing <laughs> their arms, a big sign of I was good nope, to say, not keen. I was going to say, like, okay, if I'm talking to someone and I don't want to think that I'm flirting, do I lean backwards with my <laughs> arms crossed? Like, um, 
uh, do you like to catch the bus too? <laughs> I feel like if you're not keen, yeah, you probably would cross your arms because it's classic like defense move. Right, I'll just and you probably you're not you're not you're not gonna lean in and be like a little bit saucy. You're gonna be like, yeah. no, I'm gonna like chill back here. Uh, um, the the other thing th- is as well that you're most likely gonna be like, yeah, I'm so not keen. Then you'd be like, oh, I'm gonna need another drink. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a piss or <laughs> you know, you're gonna bring up that really bad. <laughs> fucking mole that you had the other week that's just, just festering. You know, you're not going to be talking about fun times. Uh, you're going to be trying to put that person off as Is much there as any possible. time you've been uh, in a relationship with someone and either you have just been talking with someone and your partner's been like, what the fuck are you doing flirting with that person or vice versa when you thought yes. your partner crossed the line or something? I get I that all myself. the time. My, my really automatic do. setting is sass and flirting and I can't not do those things. I think that's a girl thing, uh, a fem- uh, women feminine thing as well. Like if you want to be nice and you're actually interested in a person, be it a friend or acquaintance or you know, a stranger, if you that have that sort of personality, which I sort of have, you would come across as flirting when you're actually just being nice. So I think you have to judge a person with the conversation you have and not by the first sentence that they say out of their mouth to you. You get what I mean? Mm. Yeah. You've got you to take the whole context of the conversation, yeah, not just little Yeah, because you can't just judge by one sentence, I don't think. Mm. Like a lot of the time, I think a lot of I think a lot of people just don't necessarily get flirting as well. So they yeah. think that a woman is flirting with them when they're really not, and that's why you need to look out for things that are actual signs actual because because most of the things that we say 70 percent of what or 80 percent of what we say is with our body is body language yeah that's why we need to pick up on those cues it is not just what we say Mm. you know we might be having a joke we might be having a laugh just because we're laughing doesn't mean a you're funny because we're nice people. Could be so laughing we'll at laugh you. laugh at you. Yeah, we'll no, laugh with you. at you and be like, this isn't funny, but I'm going to laugh because it's a nice thing to do to this poor, poor soul. <laughs> Secondly, it also doesn't mean we're flirting just because we're laughing or we think that you're funny. doesn't necessarily mean like, we're not... I might just be like, <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean that. Like, oh, hello there, sexy stranger. Like, now it's that's not, they're not mutually exclusive. Yeah, if I do think you're a sexy stranger, I'm probably just going to be like, yeah, you're fine, you're, you're hot. That's probably what I'm going to say. So like, would you actually gonna, say that to or someone? Or I'm going to be really, really mean because, again, sass is just my level. So I'm, I'm probably going to, like, hit you a little bit and have some little jokes and say some mean things. Julie's going to speak. Can oh I just God. say something? <laughs> Julia, our EP's talking. (laughs) I struggle with flirting. I find it really awkward, and especially when someone flirts with me. But what I've noticed is when I like someone, and maybe when they like me back, and it kind of shows that it could click and it could be a match, is that banter happens. Mm, Good old banter. Especially when you're on dating apps and you find that... um, You know what you're there for. You know that it's either going to be a hookup or it's going to be something like a relationship. And you don't want to be cheesy. You don't want to use a pickup line. So instead of showing your interest that way, you just make little digs at one another. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if they can keep up with your sarcasm, then it's meant to be. Mm. Anyway, that's I all agree. I want to say. It's very true. Julia, it's very out. true. <laughs> yeah, I do agree with that a lot because a lot of the time I'm socially awkward and I can't speak. If someone is at my level of bantering, I know I'm in. I know I'm in. Your level of banter being banter apprentice, or 
Declan, we are going to talk later. <laughs> I feel this meeting. <laughs> I feel like we're all sass masters on tonight, and it's getting really sassy. Up it's our here. first show, guys, so we're tr- we're trying yeah. to get along. <laughs> yeah, well, then watch out for the next couple of weeks when we get more comfortable with each other. Can you imagine the sass then? Ooh, dripping, mm. dripping sass. Righty, guys. So we have reignite. Whoops, sorry, that is wrong. We have She Will Be Loved by Maroon 5. It is the Naughty Rude Show here on Sin Nation. Send us your questions, tumblr.com forward slash ask. You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show. That was I'm Into Something Good by Herman's Hermits. And I'm so pleased that that got played. <laughs> I knew you were waiting for that song. That's why we played it for mm. you. It's about a first date, I thought, you know. This is this is our first date in a way, guys, you know. We had to be Aww. nice to each other somehow. Somehow. I didn't say somehow. <laughs> All right, guys. So you were talking about flirting. Now, leading into this, do you reckon it's cheating if you start hanging out or, you know, start getting close to someone when you're already in a relationship? How close? Physically close, emotionally close? No, what uh, What do you reckon? Like, what limits? Close? Physically, emotionally? I feel like it's like, just hanging out, but I literally had a guy who I hooked up with, like, once. God, never again. But his idea of saying hook up was, you want to hang out? Oh. So I'm like, are they really thing. hanging out? Is this per- Are they really hanging out with another person? Or are they banging? What are they doing? <laughs> so ambiguous. <laughs> what could they possibly be doing? Um, I, know, I think emotional cheating is, is a thing. It's becoming more and more sort of prevalent in the modern age. Now, what is emotional well. cheating? Well, when, when so traditionally, when you have a partner, you discuss things, you talk to them about your day, you know, mm. Karen at work's a real bitch. <laughs> and, you know, the office creep Jim keeps filling you up on the side, you know, things that you need to talk to your partner about. And if you start talking about those intimate emotional things with someone else and you're not doing that with your partner, then that's emotional cheating. Because theoretically you're you're meant to be able to go to your partner with anything. Yes. Especially if you dedicate to talking to that person. It's not like a, hey, catching you up, you know, want to go for a coffee. Yeah, sure, let's have a chat. It's it's more. It's more in-depth than that. Yeah. Um, So I definitely think that emotional cheating is definitely a thing and I think that hanging out's a little bit different if you've made a new friend that's completely different but yeah make that friend something more again and context connection, is so important it's, it's <laughs> and I think that uh, also you, this, the more trust uh, that you can place in your partner and the more stuff that you tell them about the stronger your relationship is and it's for that reason that um just to be able to tell my partner that I did I killed a man just so that I could tell her and she could have that secret and then, you know, we could really feel trust between us. Again, we're not advocating shooting well, people. We really <laughs> don't. I don't know why just this show places. ended That's up all. being quite violent. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're actually quite senile and fun and nice. We don't kill people. We don't advocate killing. Um, I feel like because I'm coming up to 26, senile really cuts me deep knowing that he was Right, I'm literally so, going to sin die and be like, yeah, see now. <laughs> so we now know Karen is a bitch. Yeah. But, <laughs> but She's not as big as bitch as me. Yeah, I'm rocking that Karen. Well done, Emma. Take her down a couple of just. So here's the question, though. If I start getting close to someone, be it a girl or a guy, but I don't get into those in-depth sort of topics, for example, like, as you say, Karen's a bitch, yeah. um, you know, I'll just talk to them about other things but I get quite close to them where to the point where I talk to them more than to my own partner mm. 
is that considered emotional cheating? It, it, I think it also depends on where you're coming from as well. If you're starting to feel more connected to that person than you are to your partner, then that's not ne- that's not a good thing. Mm. Like, unless you're poly and you've talked about it and you're like, yeah, oh, we're yeah, in a poly sense. relationship. Uh, you know, I might find other people that I also want to be in a relationship as well as mm-hmm. you. But that's completely different as well. This it's it's about the connection that you have with people and if you feel like your connection to this person is growing and you're feeling more than that they're less of a friend and more of a potential partner and your partner's over there being like hey yeah. why don't you talk to me anymore mm-hmm. um then yeah that's a problem that's definitely an issue and you need to sort your shit out now this is a bit off topic but do you reckon like you know once a cheater always a cheater like for example with that same topic you stop talking to your actual partner, keep talking to your new person, new person in your life, you break up with that person because you cheated on this person, will you cheat on this person as well? You get what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, what I understand yeah. what you're saying. Um, I don't think it's it's always 100% like a correct formula. I think it's a very common saying. I think a lot of people feel that someone who's cheated is more likely to cheat again. And, yeah, well, it's true. If, I, if I've stolen a couple of $5 notes and it was really easy, I'm probably going to go steal another couple of $5 notes. Why not? You know, if you've been there once before and it was easy and you got away with it, you're more likely to do it again. Hang on. what I'm saying. Hang on, Amber. Again, it's we okay, don't okay, everyone. I haven't stolen any $5 notes. <laughs> All oh I'm God. saying is, if you get away with something, you're more likely to try it again. What but is there's this a, show? There's, of course, there's a lot of people that that's not true. There's a lot of people who cheat and it was the worst idea of their life and they feel awful about it. But we're going to leave that topic for now. We're going to go to some tunes. It's Talk Me Down by Troy Sivan. But don't worry, we're back on the Naughty Rude Show here on Sin Nation. Is that a banana in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? There was Sweet Night by Knox Brown and Gallant. You are listening to the Neuvrich Show and Sin Nation now, Amrit. We have some amazing topics coming up, but it's the best topic of the night. Um, oh, I'll be a judge totally of that. 100% biased because I'm a Harry Potter fan. What does mm. this have to do with anything? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> We're going to chat about Dumbledore. Again, what does Dumbledore have to do with Naughty Rude, Amrit? You psycho. Well... Dumbledore is fabulously gay. Is he now? FYI, if you didn't know, Dumbledore is gay. It's canon and JK says so. Why is this important? Well, get excited, peeps, because the latest Fantastic Beasts trailer has dropped and we're getting all excited about it. Well, I'm getting excited about it because, like I just stated, I love Harry Potter. Dumbledore is in Fantastic Beasts. He's going to be in it because Ah. it is set in the um, sort of 20s, 30s, 40s, that time period. Ah. And um, basically Dumbledore is being his fabulous gay self and he's <laughs> going to take down the dark wizard Grindelwald. Unfortunately, they've made it pretty clear, the producers of Fantastic Beasts, that he's not going to be fabulously gay. They're not going to be representing him as gay. There will be no gayness in Dumbledore in the latest Fantastic Beasts. So there's Beasts. no stereotype of being gay no, there's not. But he's they're not even going to try and work that into it. Right. Because as anyone who's read Harry Potter A will real know, fan. 
a real fan, that uh, Dumbledore had the hots for Grindelwald when they were youngins, and uh, it didn't work out the way they wanted it to. What's because the other one Grindelwald not gay? is a dark wizard. He's evil. And also, yeah, Dumbledore not sure, is not. I'm not sure Grindelwald's gay. Right, I'm pretty sure he's not. Harry Potter yeah, yeah. Which is really sad. To me. It's tragic. Could have been a real, like, Romeo and Juliet situation where it's like... <laughs> really? <laughs> cross <laughs> They could have been lovers from the, the wrong side of the tracks and all that. I'm just and trying to imagine amazing, Beatless Dumbledore. No. Pardon? I'm just trying to imagine Beatless Dumbledore. I know. Well, he has a little beard. Jude Lord, um, Jude Law, who plays him uh, in the latest one, super hot. He does have a little beard. He's starting to grow his little beard. Well, that's which cute. Which is very exciting. But this Stumbledore. leads to a greater question of representation for non-heteros. Ah. Why are we not represented more within TV, media, movies, in general, why is it that the Naughty Rude Show is the one setting the pace? Why is the pace not already set? And because why we are, are not enough why? gay people in TV and film? The thing is as well that when we get the gay people, which is like, hallelujah, they then get killed a lot of the time. <laughs> they just get murdered in the shows and you're like, well, Spoiler that was alert. nice for that Dumbledore one doesn't die. season. Yeah, Wait, hang not- on, what? Does he die? Oh, no, he does die. Oh. No, he doesn't. Dumbledore? Yeah. Can you bother just dead? Get yeah, no, he no. died in the 90s. No, but I'm, no, but I'm, no, but I'm saying not in this one. Like, he's not, not in this one, but he, one. he died in another one. He's, he's dead. He did Long die. Long story short, is he going to die or not? Not in this movie. Not in this movie. That's no, the point. No. He's very alive. He lives a very long life. On account of the fact that he lives He's like a hundred and something when yeah. he dies. But still. Look, I don't think it... It destroyed me. Okay. Should there be... Okay, there's a couple of issues I take with your point. The first is, this film is set when? Uh, uh, so 20s, 30s, 40s. I think it's the 30s. Right. I'm pretty sure it's so the 30s. So that's not a time at which it was societally acceptable for, to... For muggles... We don't necessarily know what yes, the wizarding world was like at that right. point. They know. could have been really pro-gay rights. Yes, they could have, but they also they might got not rid have of been. racism before the uh, before the non-magic world. Just wanting it's to put like, that as out. much as I like how you know um, morally complex it is. It, at the end of the day, it's still a movie. <laughs> Harry Potter to me is a movie. I love gay people, but, but gay representation but, in in film and TV. It's I do not agree. all fiction. I do, I do agree with that. I think, I think the... I'm just taking piss out of Harry just, Potter, just, I think. We're straight washing the world again. Furthermore, and I, I it's think not, that's if it's not, not cool. necessarily pertinent to the story... Like, I think it, I, I, I think it is. Like, I, I, uh, this is issue uh, story which I'm given to understand has not been covered directly by any of the books. Like, we get a yeah. few flashbacks. I think that it's, it's not incumbent upon the people who are making this film mm. to make him overtly gay because not everyone is overt about their sexuality. Yeah. Um, it's, it's especially not considering that, and this is something you or Felicity or certainly I know I have uh, experienced where you get, yeah, it's, it's all very well for him to fancy, uh, uh, to fancy the chap, but he might not want to, like this is in canon, Dumbledore wouldn't necessarily have acted on that or been too vocal about it because he wouldn't want to alienate Grindelwald. And it's entirely possible that you or I, or Felicity, as I said, has had a relationship with someone where you've 
been romantically attracted to them, but you haven't wanted to spoil the friendship. And you've realised that telling them about that would spoil the friendship. So that's another argument. And I, I think that it is pertinent to the story, the fact that, because it is, it's one of the tragedies, Harry Potter is at the heart of the whole series about love. Um, and so it, it is uh, a very tragic story of about, you know, uh, being in love with someone and then they sort of go down, uh, you know, this, this dark path and, uh, and you have to um, sort of realise that actually, no, they're not, this, you know, they're not what you've cooked them up to be in your head. Oof, but, what a complex story. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, this is, this is why wow. Felicity needs to get on top of Harry Potter. Because yeah. look, in my mind, all I Here think about Harry Potter... Here we are having Potter, this conversation. All I think about Harry Potter is just wizards and hish-hosh, pish-posh, wish-wash. See, he a bit of Expelliarmus. This is... <laughs> It's, I don't even know. I don't you, even care. Your fake spells are crushing my soul <laughs> right now. Right. Just bloody so Protego over the I, studio. I feel like Felicity was like, you know what? When I prepare for Naughty Rude, there's some things I really need to look up. And I'm sure she wasn't expecting Harry Potter, Dumbledore, sexuality. I was one of those you guys that she needed to brush up on. <laughs> Yet here we are. Yet here we are. But it was a cool story, though. I like the fact that Harry Potter explores sexuality in a very, dare I say, discreet way. Hmm. Um, I just, I just hope that in future films we see more gay Dumbledore being amazing and Jude Law just slaying the beard all day every day. I would just hope that uh, in future films, TV works, TV shows, whatever, they do not over-exaggerate the stereotype of being gay because mm. I find it an issue. And just more gay, more gay, bi, pan, trans representation in general. Yeah, pretty, just pretty more absurd stereotypes. Don't make them crazy. Don't Let's make go. People, We're going to play the Queen. It's Run the World by Beyonce. It's the Naughty Rude Show here on Sydney. We're talking about some serious stuff. If you need help at any time, you can contact Beyond Blue at 1300 22 4636, Kids Helpline on 1800 55 1800, or Lifeline on 131114. That was Beyonce with Run the World, open bracket, girls, close bracket. <laughs> and um, now I think uh, I think we're going to have more questions, aren't we? we Speaking of questions, you questions. should totally send us some questions. How do you do it? You ask. I don't know if you did ask. I'm just going to assume you did. It's the <laughs> naughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. You can be anonymous, and as you've probably already figured out, we're pretty fabulous on the show. So this is the first We've time I'm hosting with you, and I'm loving assassinus already. We're going to own it, like, all day, every day. I love day. you already. And we're going to answer all your questions, so you better send them through. And mm. if you ask a question and it doesn't get answered this week, then it'll be answered next week by some equally sassy people who are probably going to be the same people who are here right now, so... Yeah. So you got to love us, because we'll be yeah, here right. for quite a while. On to the questions that we all know you wanna be, want answered. Got a pretty serious question. Um, it pr- pertains to um, someone in the room right now who uh who might have some things to say about it maybe Oof. just to, just just trying to cue in rep over here so this one's about being a bit anxious on the dating scene so the the question asks as someone who is very anxious 95% of the time that's a lot of the time. That's that. That's a lot. That nineteen twentieths of the time. Ninety-five percent is pretty intense. I find that I express my affection more as insults and digs at others. At what point does it stop being playful and actually become abusive? 
Uh, I think a fine example is what Felicity's done to me tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I am not oh. dating you. I am not. Well, I'm interested in being friends, but I'm not interested in you that way. I do not want to be a So if it's, if, it's, if it's not playful, then is it just abusive? Is that, where, is that what we're coming to? If you do it with a smile, abusive? if you do it with a smile, you like. I think it's very important that you um, be in person because that way someone can see. You know, you're you're laughing, you're smiling. You, they can obviously tell it's a joke. If you're doing it over text, it's spectacularly easy to misinterpret. Mm. Hey, which is what I did with you just now. I did smile. Oh, dead silence. Ooh, okay. Ooh, uh, it's, it's going right. downhill fast, everyone. I'm sorry. Quickly, we can recover. Okay. <laughs> Playful versus abusive. I think, yes, again, we've spoken a little bit about body language today. It's very, very important. Have a bit of a smile, a bit of a playful, cheeky grin. Yeah. I know for me, when I'm insulting people, um, <laughs> or having playful digs, you know, another day in my life, exactly, just the norm, um, I usually finish it off with, oh, no, just joking. Like, all the time. Literally. I think you've probably picked it up. I do it, like, five times. Is this it like a jerk reaction? Not a jerk reaction. It is, like yeah. Because a- you, you want to soften that blow. And I know I cut deep. No, it's so. an like, involuntary reaction. Like, is that just something that just comes out because of habit or because you actually think it's a joke? Tr- uh, honest question. Oh, no, yeah, no. Like, I, do, I legitimately, it's just a, a jerk reaction now. Okay. I just do it straight away. Yeah. Um, just that person knows that I'm just joking. I'm not really busting their balls. Unless they want me to, but, you know, that's you a cost, conversation for another for time. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think we need to be playful about it and we need to make sure we're on the same page. I think the yeah. thing is, too, that it can become more sort of abusive, more on the mean side when it's a really personal thing that maybe you know the person doesn't like talking about or upsets them and then you have a really big go at that and you have a dig at that. That's going to make them feel upset. Don't do that. If you if you're going if you're like, hey, you know what? Uh, Amrit had that thing that really irked her the other day, and I'm just gonna scrape away at it just for some fun. I'm not gonna enjoy that experience. I'm not gonna have a fun time with you. Okay, I'm not gonna, like, ask yes, please, <laughs> please, please put a microscope to all of my insecurities. I love that. You no one wants what, that. You can tell what someone wants is happy to joke about because if. Um if they joke about it themselves, they're obviously fine with uh, with joking about it. So, you, you know, listen to what they... If they, you know, make fun of, I don't know, their voice or something, clearly that's mm. a topic they're happy, you know, to to make fun of. Um, another question here, which is uh, from Anonymous, very sadly. <laughs> no uh, Marco on this question. No Marco. I miss you, Marco. Um... <laughs> I'm seeing someone who is a lot older than me, and I'm not sure of the future of the relationship as they come from a very different background. Should I worry about the difference in our ages? Mm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm naive and and hopeful and that kind of thing. I, you know, I. So, so I'm. I tend to believe that love uh, conquers all boundaries, but uh, you cynical and jaded people who've been on fifty-three first dates each, uh, feel free to disagree with me. Just a bit harsh. So as long as I think, so as long as you're in a respectable, as in you know you respect each other, it's legal. It's know. legal, yes. It has important. to be legal, Declan. Mm-hmm. I think that's the core yes. um, conclusion. Okay. Maybe all boundaries is too far. 
Yeah, so you know, it needs to be legal and also that you both respect each other. You know, at the end of the day, it's your relationship, provided that it's legal, mind you. Um, but with the difference in our ages, sort of thing. Yes, I think you should be c- not concerned, but be at least aware about how you know. For example, I used to date someone who was a lot older than I was uh, a couple years ago, and you know. He sort of forgot that I was still quite young, and he has already, you know, you know, I'm not going to reveal ages, but he was a lot older than I was. So his maturity, um, you know, mindset's a lot uh, older than mine or higher than mine. So you know, sometimes I might make a snark remark, and he wouldn't. I take it as a joke, and he might be like, "Oh, that's off. That's not really mm. nice." So you know, you sort of will come to that sort of thing. Maybe you're, you know. To you, you want to lie on the sofa and not do anything, and but to him or her, um, you know, you need to work all the time because that's what you're used to. So there is that sort of complication. Do you have to worry about it? I don't think so. But just be aware of there will be things that will be very different. When you say you have a different oh, background as well, does it have yeah. to come with religion? Does it have to come with uh, cultural backgrounds? I don't know, but. I don't think you need to worry about it. Just be very aware and obviously have a conversation and just be very open about talking about your insecurities and what you think, you know, uh, you know, like how you feel about a certain thing versus another and mm. how you feel. Yeah. I and mean, then you need to be sorry. aware. Sorry. That's no, right. Cut yeah. you off. No, please. My please. turn now. Sorry. Taking the mic. Um, the, you know, men and women mature differently as well at different at different rates yeah. so it can be a bit different for a, a young guy to date an older woman as compared to a younger woman to date an older man sometimes those maturity levels can match up because even though the the man is older than the woman then the maturity level is is similar but what if it's the well. same sex uh, relationship this is very true. It's very true. You could have two very immature men, you could have two very immature ladies dating each other. You have you don't know. I know plenty of people who are like 40 and act like they're 22. So it could be anyone. I think the biggest takeaway for me is that a lot of people who are younger than than their partner, their partner is going to be in a different stage of their life. I know so many people who have dated people who are older than them who are early 30s and they're ready to settle down and start families now. Mm. And they're dating someone who's in their early 20s. And they're not ready for that. They're still experiencing life or they're still studying or they're traveling or whatever. Um, I think that's the biggest takeaway is you need to make sure that you're on the, the same page. Mm. Uh, but it's important to remember that Emmanuel Macron married a high school teacher 24 years older than him and he's now the president of France. So mm. you too could be the president of France if you marry someone 24 years older than you. I love That's... that segue. <laughs> <laughs> Things can happen, guys. Look at Donald Trump and Melania Trump. We've got Maybe um, another the question. <laughs> that's not the best like <laughs> analogy. We do have okay. another question that relates to age. This one goes, hey, I'm 23 and never been in a relationship. I'm a straight single female and wanting to find that someone special. But I struggle immensely with depression, anxiety and body confidence issues. I want to talk to guys and start a conversation. But I'm always thinking that I'm making a fool out of myself and that they would never, ever want to date me. What can I do to change that negative mindset? Or or maybe what are some things that I can try to work on to get that confidence up? Thanks. A really good question. Hi, friend. I've I've been there. I've been you. Uh, it's it's hard. I'm obviously I'm not straight. Um, I'm bi, but I've had that same thing about um, having depression and anxiety and definitely body confidence. I think 
body confidence is an issue that most people go through and I think for a lot of for women as well uh, it's an ongoing issue even when we feel like we're perfect and we feel like we're getting to where we want to be there's going to be something else that pops up that you're not going to be happy with um, I feel that it is it is hard it's hard to get rid of that negative mindset and I feel that thing too about finding someone special um, and trying to work all that out and you know rejection's hard too and it really really sucks but I think the best thing to get your confidence up is just try something new and I and what I mean by that is sort of get out of that comfort zone and that comfort zone can be that little bubble that makes you feel safe and it is really really scary but I think the one thing for me that gave me a lot of confidence especially at that that age at like 21 22 was feeling like someone was attracted to me and I know that you find that you're really worried about that rejection and that you're really worried about making a fool out of yourself and that you don't think someone's going to be attracted to you but there's someone out there who's going to be attracted to you everyone has that person there's going to be someone out there and it just takes maybe picking up the phone Mm -hmm. grabbing that app because that distance can be really helpful especially for things like tinder and bumble and stuff like that because you can put that that technique that you're not really sure about into practice and see how it pays off for you and you learn things through those experiences Mm -hmm. and they can be really helpful and it gives you distance as well it's not right up front in your face you can put that person aside if they're not the right person for you yeah I agree with that I think I relate to you um, on anonymous quite a lot as well because even to this day I struggle a lot with depression anxiety and body confidence issues you know on some days I get it a lot worse than others and even to this day I still see a therapist I see a counselor to talk about uh, body confidence issues that being said my way of you know uh, starting up a converse, uh, conversation with people that I might want to be friends with or even just someone I'm interested in, I would, the way I, I would do it is I would I, um, try to hype myself up or at least like try to convince myself and not take it too seriously as well. As in, you know, don't have too much of an expectation of trying to make it make everything right it's okay to fumble up with your conversations i do that all the time and you know at the end of the day your relationship with yourself is the most important so personally i'm all for you uh trying to uh, look into getting into a relationship but i would also suggest you to you know just try to love yourself a little bit more mm. don't be too harsh on yourself definitely a lot of at the end of the day, a lot of us, even if we're you know, not having mental issues and body confidence issues or dysmorphobia, or dysfo- ah, whatever. dysphoria, dysphoria, that's it. Yes, dysphoria, you know, body dysphoria. People who do not have that tend to be, you know, on their bad days have a lack of uh, confidence. So, you know, everyone is the same. You just need to try to find a way to just say, hey, it's okay to not be able to talk to someone. It's okay not to say the right thing every now and then. But at least you're trying. You sending this question, you are actually trying to make a change. And I'm really proud of you for you know making that question. Um, Speaking of someone who has no body confidence issues because I'm fucking gorgeous. Um <laughs> Uh, I, I, there are plenty. I mean, like, first off, we've just heard from Felicity and Amaret saying, oh, you know, I've struggled with body confidence issues. 
Um, that's, yeah, exceptionally common. Um, I know, you know, friends of mine and stuff who feel like that. And the thing I think, and maybe, you know, I'm just such a generous giving spirit, but I think that so many people who think those things, like, they're just, yeah, being way too harsh on themselves. Um, they're, yeah, I don't know, but like, if they're, com- like, if you, if you're comparing yourself to, I don't know, like, models or, you know, famous actors and actresses, obviously, but, you know, I think lot, lots of people, yeah, they're, you know, they're, you know, attractive and they just, they're, they're really harsh on themselves. And I used to be like that, but then I had an epiphany and realized I'm gorgeous, so, <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, you are your own individual person. One mm. day you will find someone who loves you for who you are. So just look after yourself. Be kind to yourself so that other people can be kind to you. Mm. Uh, the way I try to make my day a little bit better is that when I wake up after I get out of the shower, I look into a mirror and try to say, just mark up the confidence and look myself in the eye in the mirror and say, I am good, I am kind, and I want to have a good day. You know, just try to sort of, you know, hype yourself up so that you don't feel way too down when you really honestly shouldn't. Um, So, yeah, I think that's where we'll end this. But um, if you do have, uh, you know, any sad thoughts or if you do feel, you know, a little bit sad about it, uh, this, um, you know, this question this conversation please contact beyond blue on the one three hundred two two four six three six kids helpline one eight hundred five five one eight zero zero or lifeline at one three one 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 four national sexual assault and domestic violence counseling service at one eight hundred respect you're listening to the naughty root show on Nation. that was um, promiscuous by Nelly Furtado that was um, Naughty Root Show on Nation. now we're going to wrap up tonight guys thank you so much for being with me with me <laughs> wow <laughs> self cinema. I was, I was thinking wait where did that go with us with us um, Emirate if- Declan it was really fun Mm-hmm. Um, I promise that I won't be too uh, snarky with you again. <laughs> it, it seems like you don't really okay. like it. But yeah, Declan, how do you feel with your first show? Um, I enjoyed it. I was nervous. I enjoyed it. But um, it was fun. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah. And it's okay. I forgive you. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's a nice. beautiful resolution here on. I'm blushing. Three acts play. That was three act play. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, there's always next week for more banter. There is. And right. if uh, you would like to get in contact with the show during the week, you can absolutely do that. Um, the Tumblr is thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask, so you can ask questions there and we'll ask them next week. Otherwise, if you just want to get in contact in general, uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. And if you wanted to, uh, you know, just tell us how nice we are, that would be a lovely magnanimous act for you to, to do, and um, we would really enjoy that because... Uh, yeah, it's nice to know. It's nice to know. Tell us we and did a good job, even though you yeah. don't mean it. And if you <laughs> thought that this was just so spectacular that you want to tell your friends about it, and frankly, I can't blame you, uh, <laughs> you can you can tell them to go and listen to our podcast, which you can find on Omni and iTunes as well. So yeah, you got two two platforms there. Mm. Uh, yeah. But yes, catch us next week at 8pm on the Naughty Root Show on Sin Nation. So, so, so scandalous.